Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Happy Friday, Edwin. Happy Friday, Andrew. Here we are, September 8th, year of our Lord, 2023. Yes, and I have mixed emotions. Yeah? Well, it's bonus week. Mm-hmm. We're getting to meet Jesus in the Psalms one more time. Yes. But it's the last time for a while. Well, I mean the last time that we'll be looking at the Psalms for a little while. Because well, yeah. if people tune in on Monday, we are launching a new season and going into the writings of the Gospel of John. And in that, we'll be finding Jesus every day. That's exactly right. Right. Day one, the Word. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little sad that we're going to be taking a break from the Psalms. But I admit I'm a little happy we're going to be taking a break from the Psalms. It's mixed emotions today. We, we've covered a lot, and it's and boy, it's just like drinking from a fire hose. I mean, I'm ready to jump over and, and get a little New Testament. Though. Our love from the Psalms has could not be contained in a single season. We even had to do a bonus week. <laughs> so we have done good service to the Psalms. We have. We have. I'm sure we'll come back to it at some point. But today is our final day for season four, even with the bonus week. And I am going to read from the American literary version. Psalm 106, praise Yah, give thanks to Yahweh for he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of Yahweh or show forth all his praise? Blessed are those who keep justice and he who does righteousness at all times. Remember me, O Yahweh, when you favor your people. Visit me with your salvation, that I may see the prosperity of your chosen, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory with your inheritance. We have sinned with our fathers. We have committed iniquity. We've done wickedly. Our fathers in Egypt did not understand your wonders. They did not remember your many loving kindnesses and were rebellious at the sea, at the Red Sea. Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake that he might make his mighty power to be known. He rebuked the Red Sea also, and it was dried up. So he led them through the depths as through a wilderness, and he saved them from the hand of him who hated them and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. And the waters covered their foes. There was not one of them left. Then they believed his words. They sang his praise. They soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel, but lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tested God in the desert. And he gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. They envied Moses also in the camp and Aaron, the saint of Yahweh. The earth opened and swallowed up Dathan and covered the company of Abiram. And a fire was kindled in their company. The flame burned up the wicked. They made a calf in Horeb and worshipped a molten image. Thus they changed their glory for the likeness of an ox that eats grass. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, fearsome things by the Red Sea. Therefore he said that he would destroy them. Had not Moses his chosen stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath, lest he should destroy them? Yea, they despised the pleasant land. They did not believe his word, but murmured in their tents and did not hearken to the voice of Yahweh. And he lifted up his hand to them that he would make them fall in the wilderness and that he would overthrow their seed among the nations and scatter them in the lands. They joined themselves also to Baal at Peor and ate the sacrifices of the dead. Thus they provoked him to anger with their doings and the plague broke in upon them. Then Phinehas stood up and executed judgment and so the plague was stayed. And that was reckoned to him for righteousness unto all generations forevermore. They angered him also at the waters of Meribah, so that it went ill with Moses for their sakes, because they were rebellious against his spirit, and he spoke unadvisedly with his lips. 
They did not destroy the peoples as Yahweh had commanded them, but mingled themselves with the nations and learned their works and served their idols, which became a snare to them. Yea, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Thus they were defiled with their works and played the whore in their doings, and the wrath of Yahweh was kindled against his people, and he abhorred his inheritance, and he gave them into the hand of the nations, and those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies also oppressed them, and they were brought into subjection under their hand. Many times he delivered them, but they were rebellious in their counsel and were brought low in their iniquity. Nevertheless, he regarded their distress when he heard their cry, and he remembered for them his covenant and repented according to his many loving kindnesses. He made them also to be pitied by all those who carried them captive. Save us, O Yahweh, our God, and gather us from among the nations to give thanks to your holy name and to triumph in your praise. Blessed be Yahweh, the God of Israel, from everlasting even to everlasting. And let all the people say, Amen. Praise Yah. Amen. Praise Yah. Praise Yah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Now, what, what was that one you were reading? This is the American literary version. Okay. So this is the Biblioteca, the one where they... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did the uh, the online yeah. fundraising. Okay. Um, however that, whatever you call that. And, and uh, could, you, could you read verse 23 again? No, I can't because they don't have the numbers. <laughs> so uh, I, can't, I can't find verse I, 23. I, 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 I knew that. <laughs> I I can guess. <laughs> Maybe in the middle of this page. That looks yeah. about 23 verses. Were, were you really wanting to talk about verse 23? No. Nah, oh, you're, you're just messing. I knew you wanted to talk about <laughs> verse 23. Uh, it's not numbered there in that translation. I know it's not. But but the uh, word has, I think, been in every translation we've read this week. And that is the word, the breach. Standing in the breach. Verse yes. 23, therefore he said that he would destroy them had not Moses his chosen would stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath lest he destroy him. And uh, my, my ear was tuned to it. it. It did use the breach there in that translation. And, so and therefore he well. said he would destroy them had not Moses his chosen stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath lest he should destroy them. I can't find the verse, but I can find those words. Once more, into the breach. Into the breach. Into the uh, breach. Yeah. Little, so here's a, a picture Shakespeare of, there. Yes. Here's here's a picture of a wall that is being broken down, mm-hmm. and so here's a place where an enemy can find its way into the city, and somebody has to go stand in the breach. Yeah. Somebody has to go stand in the gap and fight off the enemy. And Moses is doing that. And, of course, the breach here is their sin, and God is the one who is Mm -hmm. breaking in. And it happens again and again and again throughout Israel's history. And Moses is the one who steps up and intercedes before God. Many, many times. And I know this becomes a real topic of conversation, what's going on here. God has made some promises even prior to this that if he goes ahead and destroys Israel, it's like, well, that promise can't come to pass. He had said that the that the scepter wouldn't leave Judah, but if he wipes them all out, there's no Judah. And I, I know that we struggle as we try to figure out how the infinite God interacts with a finite man, but I do know that it says Moses stood in the breach, Moses interceded. Well, and I think it also says Moses is the chosen one. That's interesting. So uh, it seemed to be the, the right one that the Lord chose uh, and for all these dealings with the Israelites. And that makes me 
think of where we find Jesus in this psalm. <laughs> I, the I, idea of a chosen one a who chosen stands one in the breach. St- yes, a yeah. chosen one who stands in the breach. Let me back up, though, a little bit, because I think there's something that leads to that, especially in the psalm. I don't think that I'm just like, oh, here's, here's language that I like, and it mirrors it, so it must be this. I actually think that Paul comes back to use this kind of thing in Romans. So, so I'm, I'm now from the ESV, Psalm 106, verses 19 through 21. Listen. They made a calf in, or, in Horeb and worshipped a metal image. Here it is. They exchanged the glory of God for the image of an ox that eats grass. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt. All right now I want to read Romans chapter 1, verses 21 through 23. For although they did not know God, excuse me, my eyes uh, went blurry there. For although they knew God... They did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for the images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's quoting Psalm 106, but this is clearly a re- an allusion back to that concept. They exchanged the glory of God for the image of an ox. They, exclaim, they exchanged the glory of the immortal God for the images resembling mortal men and birds and animals and creeping things. Well, and that underscores something that is taught in this psalm as well, how that when Israel comes into the land, they were supposed to push the people off the land, but they didn't. What do they do instead? They mingled with those people and they began practicing all of their ways. Probably some of that was going on in Egypt also. Oh, yeah. I mean, where in the world do they get the idea to go make a golden calf oh, yeah. at the base of Mount Sinai, yes. right? And so uh, we, we see then that while the world at large seem to make this awful exchange and go into idolatry. I mean, when I read Romans 1, I I do see kind of this scope of all of it, but that the Israelites are by no means an exception. They go and do all these things as well. Yeah, they're doing it just like the Gentiles are doing that. So in our psalm, we we have this picture of their exchanging the glory of God, and then we get to Moses standing in the breach, and then we get to Phineas, who earlier in the week, recall, you pointed out that he's the one that comes out smelling like a rose in this psalm. Well, in verse 30, he's, he, he's mentioned, then Phineas stood up and intervened, and the plague was stopped, and that was accounted to him for righteousness from generation, all generations yeah. forevermore. Yeah. Well, and of course, psalm lo- or Paul loves that accounted to righteousness language. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he does. So we've got Moses who stands in the breach. We've got Phineas who steps up and by execute. If you know the story, mm-hmm. because he, I love the the different translations that say he executed judgment, <laughs> because yeah. that's what he did. He, uh, Zimri and oh, Cosby yeah. are committing their immorality. They're flaunting like. it, and Phineas says, "That's it. I'm done." And he gets up and he goes and spears them while they're in the middle of their immorality. He executed so, ex- judgment. Executions. Yes, absolutely. So here are two people in this psalm that step up and because of their actions Mm -hmm. god instead of bringing the judgment upon the nation of israel that they deserved yes we have these two who are his chosen ones who have now turned that away who have stood in the breach who because of their actions god is now not bringing his punishment and i think paul is bringing that to mind there in romans 1 when he connects back to psalm 106 and it's going to be a while. You know, in the psalm, it's the same psalm where we move from the uh, exchanging the glory to the one who stands in the breach. In Romans, we're looking at several chapters later, but listen to Romans 5, 6 through 8. 
For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Here is Jesus who's standing in the breach. Mm. We are the rebellious enemies. We are like those people in Psalm 106. And what we need is someone to stand in the gap. We need someone who will stand in the breach, someone who will intercede, someone who will execute judgment. And now here's the interesting thing. For Jesus, instead of killing someone else, he allowed himself to be executed so that justice could be served and the justice of God could be promoted. I, th- I think Paul is, is, is drawing on Psalm 106 in some of this argumentation. Well, I can certainly see Christ in the psalm in that way, particularly with these words, the chosen one, his chosen one. On our end, we absolutely need someone to stand in the breach. Yeah. But in God's plan, there's one needed to do that as well, to be the mediator, to bring us together. And he's going to do that in God the Son, in Christ who dies for us, to bring about a reconciliation. And the amazing thing is, is looking around to find the person who could truly stand in the ultimate breach so that they could intercede for us. God found no one. There's Mm -hmm. no one among us. Moses couldn't actually do that. Phineas couldn't actually do that. Samuel couldn't do that. Daniel couldn't do that. Joseph couldn't do that. None of these chosen ones throughout history could actually pull that off. And so what God had to do was come into the world himself Mm -hmm. in the person of God, the son, Jesus, the Christ, who becomes our propitiation, who becomes the atonement, who becomes the sacrifice, who stands in the breach for us. Mm -hmm. So here is God in his wrath, and yet while in his wrath, acts in his love. And in his love, he stands in the breach for us. What a powerful, powerful picture. It's his mercy that endures forever, his hesed in Christ. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, what a way to end the Psalms. I I think what I want to end the Psalm, I mean, I want to end this discussion by saying, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Wrap us up with a prayer, brother. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. And thank you, Father, for the gift of time and for your word. I thank you for this season of Text Talk and for the people who have been listening and studying along. And I pray your blessings, Father, on all those who hear this podcast, that they might be encouraged in your truth and to make decisions this day that would glorify you and to pursue Jesus Christ. We've learned so much, Father, in your dealings with people, and we've been granted a precious focus vocabulary in these psalms, both to praise and to repent, to lament, Father, and to glorify you. Our hope is encouraged in your King, in Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We know because of your love and your everlasting, Father, goodness and mercy that you are true to your word, your people, and we thank you for your grace that by the gospel we may be those people. We bless the Lord, Father from everlasting to everlasting, and we say amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. 
Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.